TFI Local Link Limerick Clare has made several bus route enhancements which it says will increase public transport connectivity across Clare. This includes the expansion of the C12 route and other changes include the expansion of the C6 Ennis based route and changes to the C4 Shannon Ennis service. For more on all of this and what it's going to mean for the public, I'm joined in studio by Killian Griffey, Transport Operations Coordinator uh, with uh, Clare, uh, Limerick Clare TFI Local Link and also on the line by uh, the Fianna Fáil Councillor for Ennistime and Local Electoral Area, Shane Talty. Uh, you're both very welcome to the programme. Uh, Killian, thanks very much, first of all, for popping into studio. Can you tell us how and why these route enhancements have come about? Have they been in the pipeline for quite some time? Yeah, good morning, Ellen. Yeah, I suppose every so often, every few years, our routes come up for tender. Um, and I suppose this was the turn of uh, a number of our, our routes. And I suppose the biggest announcement is our C12 Milltown to Ennis route. And since I joined uh, the company in, in 2020, uh, we have had representations uh, from people in Milltown. So finally, after a number of years of uh, engagement with people in Milltown Malbay and the surrounding areas, finally they get uh, a a public transport route that um, they can use multiple times a day. Uh, so it's it's great news for people in Inch, Kilmele, Connolly, uh, Coor, Mullock, Quilty, uh, Spanish Point and Milton Malby itself. So it's good news all around. Okay, so uh, people in a lot of different areas are going to benefit. Can you just take us through um, the full details on that because there's a significant increase in, in, in terms of how often the service is running as well? Yeah, so I suppose our existing route uh, C12 ran uh, two days a week, a Friday and a Saturday. Um, mainly the times were in the middle of the day so mm. they weren't suiting the commuter. Now uh, we have combined our C9 route uh, and our C12, uh, which was running on a Thursday, so we had a Thursday, Friday and Saturday, and we've added now the Monday, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. So it's a six day a week uh, route and it's getting people into Ennis before nine o'clock for the commuters. Uh, it's running at the middle of the day and then um, an evening run back to Milltown at a quarter past six. So six days a week, fantastic new route and we've already had good numbers, even though it's not ad- advertised much yet, so that's why I'm here today and hopefully Clare FM um, can can help us on that. Uh, so look, it's it's fantastic. And uh, look, to everyone that contacted us the last number of years with their unmet needs and obviously the public representatives as well, I want to thank them sincerely for their engagement on it, uh, which has culminated in today's news. And actually, before we get on to maybe the enhancements that have been made on other routes, we have had uh, an email from uh, a listener, uh, Erica Burke, who uh, has a question in relation to the C12 route killing. Um, she mentions that it, it is an important service for her family because it gets her children to school but she says it's not linked up to get them home and this impacts other families wanting to send their children to the Gael Colosta and she's wondering will you be addressing it she's also asking where are you going to advertise the new timetable for people to make them aware of the new route and the fact that it's more accessible for people she says there's a very large gap from the 1pm link leaving Ennis till the 6.20 for the next bus it's overlapping the 333 bus errand route mm-hmm. that arrives in Milltown Malby at the same time she's wondering who decides the timetable because it's not suitable to have two buses travelling at the same time to the same destination is, is, is her email. Yeah, and I have spoken to Erica on it and uh, she has a particular need and it's just trying to manage everybody's needs but it is a fantastic increase of what was there already and, and the primary focus uh, for us from our uh, submissions from the public consultations was that uh, to suit uh, workers getting in to Ennis and further onward travel and the connections by bus and, and 
train onwards. Before before this, I suppose people in Milltown had to go up to Kilfenora and Corrafin to get to Ennis. So we're travelling the direct route along the Kilmaley Road, uh, which means that people along that route uh, that didn't have any public transport uh, before that they could get into Ennis at reasonable times in the morning uh, now have it. And there is it's a demand responsive route, so we can be flexible. For example, the Kilmaley Daycare Centre it can divert off um, to collect people from that if they if they book in. But in answering Erica's question, um, if people have amendments they want to make to the route, they can get in contact with us because we really uh, do and are able to make amendments to routes. They're not uh, fixed. They're, we're able to change them depending on what people's needs are. Okay, well, and that's good to hear that that they're flexible and malleable uh, because people's situations are flexible and malleable as well. I know there are enhancements to other routes and we'll get to those in just a little bit, Killian. but I want to bring Shane in at this point. Um, uh, Shane Talty, uh, significant enhancements to the C12 route. Uh, I would imagine these will be very much welcomed by locals and particularly because it sounds like there's been a lot of uh, consultation with them on what what they need. Yes, Alan. Yeah, um, as Gillings outlined, I think it's it's you know it's a very welcome expansion of of the route options available. Um, critically, getting it up to six day service, I suppose, so that somebody can potentially um, rely on it as a commuter service um, to to work in Ennis or in the, that area, or to go to Ennis, travel onwards, and connect connect with the the green bus or the trains or other CIE options to to travel onwards out of Ennis. Uh, and equally, I think it's given genuine options for people that are tra- travelling travelling west that are coming, you know, maybe coming from Shannon Airport into Ennis and now have options to, to move outwards um, towards West Clare. And as Killian said critically here is that the, the route option is the, Kil- the Kilmaley route, which is the, la- the direct and uh, the quickest uh, route between Milltown and Ennis, I suppose, previously um, to have to take a tour of North Clare um, to go from Milltown to Ennis wasn't really an, a, a viable option for many people. So, um, you know, I think it's very, very welcome to be getting it up to, to three return trips a day, six days a week. And obviously um, there'll always be, you know, tweaks or small issues for individuals that, that hopefully can over time, um, you know, be worked upon as skilling surgeons as, as they get the feedback and the experience builds. Um, there might be small to be made uh, that will make them work even better for, for, for as many people as possible. Killian, you wanted to respond to that? Yeah, and just from what Erica said there in relation to the advertising of it, um, again, we're launching a number of different routes, but I suppose to give an example of what we did with our East Clare routes in September uh, with our, our 318, 342 and 344, uh, the, the team, and we covered the two counties, so our, our team went out to every uh, town and village along those routes from Broadford, Flagmount, Fecal, Scariff. We called into every single business. We met as many people as possible. We we had uh, printed timetables. So that is all to come on these new routes. So we wanted to launch the route first and um, not go to print on the timetables just yet in case there's some amendments needed on uh, particular times and feedback uh, from Erica on that. So we're going to go out to all of those villages. I'm going to go out personally and meet all the businesses, call into churches, put it into uh, church newsletters, advertise on Clare FM uh, and do as much as we can uh, to advertise it because I'm on the ground and my team 
team is on the ground advertising all these routes and we are seeing passenger numbers increase month on month I've looked at the figures I've, I've looked at them myself and it, there are no empty buses going around the county they are all full the, the numbers are increasing as I said and a mixture of different people using it from students workers um, elderly people with disabilities our, our buses are welcome for every single person and now they are made more uh, friendly in terms of the times they're not in the middle of the day all of our routes now and this has been three or four years of work that has gone into this um, to to make the uh, the, the, the buses work effectively for as many people as possible. Okay, and Shane, while uh, you and others in the area are welcoming the enhancements, is there still room for it to go a bit further? Do you, how much more work is needed to ensure uh, that there's a, a viable transport service for the people of North Clare? Ah, yeah, look, it's, it's it's a work in progress all the time, you know, and that's uh, so why we just welcome these these point as a, as a milestone, but I suppose in the broader conversation around a modal shift and getting away from car dependency and giving people, I suppose asking people to make changes in, in how, how they live their lives in terms of environmental in- impact and all that, you know, that conversation really can't happen until there's viable options put in place. So I suppose this is just an example of an option for a certain route. Um, if you look at the county-wide map that, that Killian and, and Local Link have produced, you know, you can see gradually that there has been, you know, um, improvements and, and enhancements all the time over the last three or four years. It, it's about building out that network, getting into as many pockets and corners of the county as possible and then getting a, um, a reliable service and that serves us, as Gillian says, the actual needs of the people, which is you know, predominantly those commuter routes, whether it's for school or work or otherwise. And yeah, there's always more room for improvement, and, and we'll continue to to try and build this, to build out this network. Okay, uh, Killian, I, I just want to ask you about something we were talking about recently on the show. This recent CSO information that came from Census 2022 that showed Clare is the second worst county for public transport usage. I just wonder what you made of that, and will the enhancements announced by yourselves help in terms of encouraging more people to use the bus, be to commute to work or, or otherwise? Yeah, I think so. And and the missing step was these uh, routes, these demand responsive routes, um, because we did revitalise our RRS routes, our regular rural transport routes, which are more stop-to-stop, bus-stop-to-bus stop. Our demand responsive routes have that flexibility to divert off and collect people from their homes. So this is now uh, complete for the moment, um, pending any unmet needs now that come in that we can make minor amendments to. So I suppose those findings were surprising to me, because it's very different to what I'm seeing on the ground. And alone. I'm, I'm not inside in an office. I'm out and about. I'm meeting community groups. I've made presentations to uh, active retirement groups and anyone, any community group that wants me to go out and to explain about the routes, to advertise them and even you know to put in a request for, for timetables, we're happy to do that. We're very open. Um, you know, you, you, don't, you don't often see public transport companies um, making that offer and, and to go out and do that. But I'm here today making that um, and we're very open. We've we've been to the municipal districts and presented to the councillor. So um, look, we're we're very open, and anyone that wants to contact us should. And the other key element is that the buses, if you're if you're a few kilometres away from your bus stop, the, there is the um, advantage that you can hail the bus if it's safe to do so on on the TF 
identify local link buses and, and if, if that is happening on all of the major arteries now we in, in, in Ennis now we have buses coming in on all of those main roads the Tuller Road the Quinn Road the Kilrush Road the Limerick Road so I would urge people to look up the local link website locallinklc.ie to see where those buses are travelling um, now we're not blessed with bus stop infrastructure and that's probably another issue in terms of what we're waiting for but there is investment coming from the National Transport Authority on uh, bus stop signage and also we've seen some rollout of bus shelters so we're keeping the pressure on in terms of trying to get more of that infrastructure so people can basically just see where they can get on the bus oh, at yeah. the moment. Yep. Well, and it's, it's sorry to jump in, but it's good to hear that there will be official stops because that's actually, I uh, just wanted to put this question to you before we finish from Morning Focus listener Mary, who says, regarding public transport, can someone ask the following questions, please? We have many buses travelling to Ennis now, but where are the official drop-off and pick-up stops in the town and where is the timetable displayed, i.e. leaflets, local papers and so on? Why can't all the buses use the stop at the back of Duns? Why do users have to traipse to the station in all weather and carry shopping with them when the stop, that stop is easily accessible? That's the reason I drive instead of public transport. Yeah. Well I'm well aware of that and look at our main two stops are Friars Walk uh, next to the Clare Museum and Temple Gate uh, and you're within 100 metres of O'Connell Square there so it's very near and then the bus and train station then is the other main one. The one opposite Duns is mainly used by TFI Bus Aaron um, and that, that's just the difference but again there's flexibility there. Our timetables again where I would like to put them is on bus shelters and in NS we only have two bus shelters um, so I suppose we don't have the facility of where to put the timetables other than our website and printing out those hard copy um, timetables. But if somebody wants to contact us, we're happy to send out those timetables um, by post or email to them. So it's just, I know, I, I, I understand the listeners' frustrations about not knowing um, where the buses are travelling. But again, if you know your route number and you look up the timetable on our own website, we're slowly uh, working with the technology. So there's apps TFI Live uh, which more more and more of our routes are on Bus Air and have very good coverage on them TFI Go now on our RRS routes is where you can purchase your ticket and uh, have it on your phone and, and show the driver so we're reducing the amount of cash on board as well it still always will be available uh, to, to hand to the driver but we're making we're making improvements it is uh, slow but there are they are gradual improvements OK and final word to on this, Shane, uh, you know, in that, that that information from the census, around six percent of people were using public transport to commute to work. Um, would you be hopeful these kind of enhancements that have been announced, and when there are uh, official timetables up in bus stops and so on, that it is going to see encourage more people to use the bus, uh, be it in in your part of the county, North Clare, or elsewhere? Yeah, certainly. I suppose we will continue. To, I think to see gradual improvements um, and increase in that number. Um, and it is critical to what Killian touched on there, the infrastructure around the routes, around, um, you know, proper bus stops, bus shelters, you know, and, and timetables. I mean, we need bus identifiable bus stops and bus shelters that, that have your timetables for the TFI, for the bus airing, um, for whatever services are available that, that, you know, there's a central point and everyone can get the skin, get the information that they need. Um, and look, that's that's taking time, but it is something that has featured as, as, as meetings we've had both with Killian. And, and and others, I suppose, at the municipal district level. I suppose that's that's a critical piece now is to get to get the infrastructure rolled out along with the routes. 
Okay, uh, finally, uh, Killian, just before we finish, of course, I did mention in the introduction there's uh, other uh, enhancements, the expansion of the C6 Ennis based route and changes to the C4 Shannon to Ennis service. If you can just briefly tell us about those. Yeah, so we had a, a C6 route, and due to demand, we have uh, branched that out now into three separate routes so C6A, B, and C. Uh, C6A and B are mainly home pickups around uh, Ennis, and then our C will be mainly stop to stop um, from. Castle out to the Valley Mealy Business Park. Um, so that that's a core um, element now of the changes in Ennis that are happening. With our C4 Shannon route, it'll give people more options now. In addition to the bus air in 343, people will be able to get now to Shannon uh, for half seven and it'll be going in around the Smithstown Industrial Estate, which hadn't been serviced. The inside of that industrial estate hadn't been serviced by public transport before. So the C4 uh, route has been expanded um, uh, furthermore uh, for, for people getting to okay. Shannon. Brilliant stuff and uh, no doubt that news will be welcome in both areas and I know you said you were uh, obviously liaising with public representatives as well and one of those, uh, Senator Oshin Garvey saying she's been working on this for over three years with the NTA uh, local Lim- Claire, Limerick Clare local link and Minister Eamon Ryan uh, and his advisors and that having successfully got the increased services for Ballyvaughan a number of years ago and the first new local link services which has managed to secure several more since including places that haven't been serviced properly for many years like Kilmurray, Whitegate and Quinn and this is uh, what climate action is to her in a real rural context. Everything had to change anyway so why not get what we need to make us a resilient county against the climate emergency and fickle fossil fuel uh, supplies. My thanks uh, to Councillor uh, Shane Talty and also uh, to Killian Griffey, uh, Transport Operations Coordinator for Clare with a TFI Local Link Limerick Clare. Killian, thank you very much for joining us.